it was Paul. Some they say maybe it was Barnabas. Some they say it was one of the disciples. But one thing that we are sure of, it was written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It is the word of God and written for us. So you are going to read from verse 1 to verse 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that is easily entangled. And let us Run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the reading of your word. By just hearing it being read, mighty God, we receive life, receive divine direction, receive your grace even right now. Father, we thank you for what you have prepared for us this morning. And we are praying, the Holy Spirit, the after teacher, the spirit of truth, the guider, the leader, we pray that you may speak to us, change our hearts, change our lives, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, right now we demolish every thought that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. Right now, mighty God, we break down all the forces of hell in Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit, Move in your way. Let Jesus be glorified this morning. We are praying right now that God Almighty may touch all of us through the power of your word. You have sent your word so that we can be healed. I command every situation. I command every sickness. I command any condition to be subjective to the authority of the name of Jesus, you reign in this place. You reign through the pews right now. You reign, mighty God, in this area. The trail of your rope has filled this house. The trail of your rope, mighty God, has filled this house. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. May the Lord bless you. I want to talk to you with a message that I've entitled Running the Race of Faith. When Apostle Paul speaks about life, he likens life with a race. When you read in the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 24, Paul says, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord has given me. And he said the task of testifying the good news of God's grace. In the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 7, Paul also says, he says to the church of Galatians, you were running a good race. Who cut you on to keep you from obeying the truth? 
In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, 2 Timothy 4, 7, he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So from the view of Paul, we can see that life is a race. Other people, they say life is a journey. But for the context of what you are talking about this morning, I want you to consider life as a race. You can be in a race in marriage. You can, you can be in race in, in, in race in having a family. Raising children. Leading a church, starting a new church, starting a business, being struggling with other things in your life, you need to know that you are in a race. And you have been, you have been invited not just to walk, but you have been invited to run the race. And this race that we are talking about, it doesn't matter where you are at the moment. It, it doesn't matter what you are facing at the moment. You need to know that this race is a race of faith. You are in a race of faith. In your marriage, you are in the race of faith. Raising troubling children, you are in the race of faith. Lacking money in your life, you need to know that you are in a race of faith. So what is faith? According to my definition, faith is when your thoughts and your actions are aligned with God. Faith is seeing the invisible so that you can be able to do the impossible. Faith is a state of, of mind. You don't need faith for something that you have already seen. You don't need faith to see me. I am here. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't need faith to say that the wall is white. It is already white. But if God says, this wall is black, even though your eyes see this wall being white, you are going to require faith to see what God sees. So faith is not what you see with your naked eyes. But faith is when your mind it is convinced with, with the truth of God. No matter what I see with my eyes. But my mind is, con is convinced that I am what God says I am. I have what God says I have. And I can do what God says I can do. It requires faith. But the Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. It says if you are going to approach 
God. We need to approach him by faith. We need to believe that he is. But if you lack faith, you are not ready to receive from God. The text that you have read today it says, therefore, hallelujah, therefore, since we have been, we have such a great cloud, therefore, this word therefore tells us that we need to consider what was said in the previous chapter. We cannot continue in this chapter without taking a note what was said in the previous chapter. And now the author of the book says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a crowd, cloud of witnesses, we are running the race, but we are surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses. Who are these people? Chapter 11 talks about these people. These people are the people who ran the race of faith. The Bible says, by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain. And God favored or spoke well about his sacrifice. In other words, it was not only about the sacrifice, but it was about the attitude behind the sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. By faith, Noah, when warned about the things not seen, in holy fear, he built an ark to save his family. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, he offered Isaac as a sacrifice because he was more convinced that God will be able to raise him back to life. By faith, people passed through the Red Sea as on a dry land. Ooh, hallelujah. hallelujah. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell. Kings and prophets conquered kingdoms. The Bible says the women received their dead back to life again. So these people are the people who are running the race of faith. And the Bible is saying they did not, some of them did not receive. In fact, all of them they did not receive the promise because God had a better plan for us. I don't know you are going with me right now. The people in the old covenant all the miracles that they have seen every power that they have experienced in their lives it was not enough compared with what we have received. What have we received? The promise that we have received. It is Messiah himself. If you thought they were experiencing 
seen miracles, they knew that something was still missing. And Jesus, when he came, he came as a, as a promise. So these people are surrounding us. Not as spectators. But they surround us as witnesses. They surround us to tell us. Look at me. When I had no child, God was able to provide for me. Look at me. When we're facing the Red Sea, we did not see any breakthrough. But God came on our behalf. Look at me. When I was facing my child, Goliath, I do not use any tool of the soldiers but I came against my Goliath in the name of the Lord and my Goliath fell down. Look at me. They are bearing the witness. They say if I have done it you are going to make it. If you have been able, to, if I've been able to pass through this, you are going to pass through it. If I, be, I was able to overcome, you are going to overcome. You are running this race with people who are supporting you. You are not running alone. You are surrounded by people who, does not, who don't only believe in you. But they believe in the God who has called you. Child of God, you are not alone. How naughty. You are in a race. You are surrounded. God is on your side. And there are people who say you can do it. You may not believe in yourself, but God believes in what has put in you. As can think and there are people who can testify that I was just a Gideon coming from a small clay but look at what the Lord has done through me you have received something that is much better what I used to have you have Jesus in your life you have Jesus in your life the fulfillment of the promise of God glory to our God hallelujah you are called to run. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know. I have people who are ready to run. I there are things that have been slowing you down. But today is a day of a revival. I'm saying go back and run. Go back and run. Run in that marriage. Run in that family. Run in that career. Go back and run in your calling. Hallelujah. 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 Can you just help me to preach right now? Say to the person next to you, I don't know about you, but I am ready to run. Because God is with me. If you believe, give God a big hand of praise this morning. How do you know? We are going to run. Whether the devil likes it or not. We are going to run. Whether demons like it or not. Whether the witches like it or not. But we are running. We are not alone. We are surrounded. We look at Samuel. We say with God did it with Samuel. He's going to do it through me. If God did it with David, he's going to do it through me. Somebody shout, I am running. I can't hear you say, I'm running. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. We are running. This time when we are running, 
We have more advantage. More than the people who are running under the old covenant. Some of them they were running. I remember even Elijah ran. When you saw this, the, the, the cloud as, a small, as, a, as small as a man's hand. He ran. But the Bible says the spirit was upon them. They have never experienced what you have experienced. When the spirit is not only upon you, but the spirit is in you, you are loaded. You are anointed. You are authorized for this race. Say, I am running. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm running towards my destiny. I'm running towards my promise. I'm running towards my victory. I am running. I am running. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So the Holy Spirit is here to help you. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit the advantage that you have is here to help you. As you are running, you have people who can witness. You have God on your side. The Holy Spirit is in you to help you to run. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am running. Yes. We live in this world. There are many things that the enemy will try to do in your life to stop you from running. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because he knows what the Lord has prepared for you. He knows what God has planned for your life. He does not only fight you He's fighting the plan of God in your life. He knows that if you can live a productive life, you're going to bring glory to God. So he will do everything in his power to try to stop you from running. But I'm ready, I've made up my mind. That I am running. I am running. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to our God. You have enough grace to complete this race. You are not going to die before your time. How does you are not going to die before you complete your task. God is a faithful God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm talking to you, maybe you are sick right now. Maybe you have been told that you have small time to leave. But I'm here to say to you, you will not die before you complete your task. Do you hear me, saints? You have enough grace to complete the task. But I want you to help me as we are running. There are things that you need to do so that we can run well. And we are going to learn from this verse that we are going to take some principles that we are going to use in our lives so that we can be able to complete the task. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The first thing that I want you to do is from verse 1. 
The author says, let, since we are surrounded by the great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders throw it off no no don't put it aside throw, throw it. it off now the bible does not talk about sin here but it speaks about spiritual heaviness you, you'll be amazed how many people are carrying heavy loads. You don't see them. But they are heavy. They want to run, but something is, pull them, is pulling them down. They want to do what they want to do. But they are not able to do it because there's something that is heavy upon their lives. As a church, we must be aware of a spiritual life, spiritual words. There is a truth behind the truth that you see with your eyes. Sometimes we are fighting things that we see we don't know that these things are being influenced behind. You are fighting people. You are destroying the lives of other people. Because you don't see what is happening behind. We need to be aware of a spiritual world. As a child of God, the devil is not playing games. When it comes to spiritual warfare, <laughs> he will take you down if you are not aware of his schemes. But Paul says, now we know. We are able to see beyond what is natural. Hallelujah. Amen. Time is against. Let me just speak quickly. There are things that are heavy that you are supposed to throw away. You cannot run with them. The anger that you have it stops you from running. Hallelujah. Every time when you are trying to run, you are angry about something. You are angry about somebody. You want to build this family, but anger stops you from doing that. You want to do well in your studies, but anger stops you from doing that. You are heavily laden. You can't run. Hallelujah. There are so many things that I wanted to talk to you. Unforgiveness. It's, it's, it's so heavy. You are carrying two loads. You are carrying your own load and the load of someone else. Some of them have already died. But you are still carrying that unforgiveness in your life. It stops you from praising God. It stops you from serving in the house of the Lord. Because you are not forgiving. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you, want to, you are going to be able to forgive somebody. You must learn how to pray for them. Hallelujah. Amen. You cannot hate someone that you are praying for. Because immediately when you go to the Lord, the Lord will show you. 
That the problem is not about the person. The problem is about you. Unforgiveness. Immaturity. Ooh. There are people who are not growing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't have enough time. But hey, hey, there are people who are not growing. Basa holding. After five years, the same level. Same problems. Same demons. No growth. Being bored to come to church. After five years, you are not like David. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He said, one thing that I desire, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. So I can gaze at the beauty of the Lord. Because you're not drawing. Every time when you come to the church, you are only coming for people. You can't worship. You can't praise. Because you are more concerned about people. Praise is a worship. It's an offering to the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Our worship must, must receive the nostrils of God. But many times, what we do in the house of God remains with people. Oh, yes, Lord. Grow. Hola. beyond this. See God. This is about God. What is happening is about God. It's about the Great Commission. It's about God Himself. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Jesus. Throw off everything that hinders you. And the sin. Listen. That easily entangles you. Say, Ufasang Habunon. Sibiki Sibi. Sin is a sin. And it will stop you from reaching where God wants you to reach. Sito Emahatanon, Hore Ufinia Lesson, Mimamatan Rusfinia. Hallelujah. Amen. If God says something is sin, I don't have to compete with Him. I have to agree. That what God is saying, when the, you go to the word, you don't go to the word to change the word. You go to the word to be changed. It's a mirror. There, there is nothing wrong with the mirror. What is wrong? It is what the mirror is showing you. It is seen. When God says, don't argue with God. Just repent. Just let go. Just allow God to change you. Can I hear amen, young people? I can hear you. Can you say amen? Sibi, sin delays. See, It separates. So It kills. So You may not die physically sometimes. But you will die spiritually. You will die spiritually. Because of sin, you will be coming to church, but being dead spiritually, being given important, important responsibility, but being dead spiritually. Glory to God. Jesus. Uh -huh. 
let go Kohela of sin. Sibi. Hallelujah. Sikwele. My God. Hallelujah. Remove unnecessary weight. Kosa buima bosa hloka haleng. Ha o bohloki buima bo borotseng. Yabitu I want you to help me with let us run with perseverance. Harmate ka mamello. Perseverance is the ability to continue in the face of opposition. Perseverance is being consistent despite of difficulty. It's being persistent despite of resistance. Let me tell you, since you are living in this world, we will always encounter opposition. Opposition is there to stop you from doing what you are supposed to do. But the author says, let us run with perseverance. Continue to do what you are called to do. In spite of, despite of opposition, be consistent in what you are supposed to do. There is power in consistency. When you keep on doing it, when people are opposing, are opposing you, when you keep on doing it, even though the situation is standing against you, there is power in that. It's a sign of being faithful. Faithful. Do you know that God honors faithfulness more than any other thing? He said after everything is done, He's going to say, well done, my faithful servant. Keep on doing what you are called to do. Keep on loving people that you are supposed to love. Even though you don't receive any feedback, love that woman. Love that man. Love that child. You are now expressing the love of God towards them. Be consistent in it. Maybe people are not seeing what you are doing. But there is God in heaven who can see your consistency. Keep on being faithful in your marriage. Be consistent. Persevere. Continue. Even though you are facing an opposition. Opposition that you are facing. Cannot match. What the Lord has put in you. I weigh everything that comes to you. What you are facing today has been weighed. You have enough grace to go over this. Don't allow opposition to stop you from running. Persevere. Hallelujah. Sometimes it becomes difficult nowadays to talk about perseverance. Because people are not ready to pay their price. They wait for Black Friday. Black Friday. You have to pay the full price. Unfortunately, in God, there is no Black Friday. You have to pay the full price. I know some people, they will run to certain churches. They will even fly to other countries. 
Because they are not willing to persevere. But if you are in the race of faith, you must learn how to persevere. To keep on doing what is good while no one is appreciating what you are doing. To keep on loving people who do not appreciate the love that you are giving to them. You are in the race of faith. Keep on persevering. Keep on doing what you are called to do. There is God in heaven who is watching. Love continually. Care continually. Persevere. God is watching you. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. When you read the Bible, men and women of God were opposed. How Bible Joseph was opposed. Moses was opposed. David was opposed. Daniel was opposed. But all those things could not stop what God has planned for their lives. They were able to go over there. Can you say amen, somebody? Amen. Run the race that has been marked out for you. Run with purpose. Purpose is the original intent of the Creator. Miles Monroe says, Without purpose, life ceases to be an existence and becomes a mere experiment. Purpose is the key to fulfillment. So when you are running, you are running because of purpose. You are doing what you are doing because there's a reason behind that. Can you say amen, somebody? Your race cannot be compared with someone else's race. It's unique. And is there to fulfill a certain purpose. Don't run and try to be like any other person. Run the race that has been marked out for you. This is my race. It is not your race. This is my race. I'm going to run the way God wants me to run it. Can I amen this morning? Don't run like someone else. Run the way God wants you to run. Your race requires the anointing that is upon you. And that anointing it is enough for everything that you're going to encounter in this race. Jesus. If you are trying to run someone else's race, you are not anointed for that race. You are not anointed for anything that is going to be happening in that race. If Run your own race. The race that has been marked out for you. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to our God. Hallelujah. What I like about IAG. IAG is not a franchise. franchise. Every assembly. Assembly has been given a race. If we're race. The race of Miak. 
cannot be compared with the race of Cornerstone Assembly. I cannot try to be mere because I'm going to fail in doing that. What I need to do is to run my own race. When I run my own race, I have enough faith about this race. I have enough anointing for this race. I have enough protection for this race. Run the race that has been marked out for you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. You are not Potter's house. You are not Rema. You are not this well-known other churches. You are Miyak. And you are anointed to be Miyak for a reason. Don't undermine the anointing in this house. The anointing in this house. The anointing in this house. Oh Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is enough to deal with your problems. It is enough to deal with your sickness. It is enough to deal with your leg. The anointing in this house is enough. It is enough. The answer is in the house. Can you boost me? The answer is in the house. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't waste your money. Go to a different country to get an answer. The answer is yes. The anointing is enough for your problems. The anointing is enough for your situation. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I see your Goliath going down right now. Because of the anointing in this house. The anointing is enough. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Change is taking place right now. Hallelujah. Anointing is enough to break every yoke. To break every chain. To destroy all the works of the enemy. You know, and the anointing is enough in this house. Jesus. If you just give God a big hand of praise right now. Praise him from the bottom of your heart right now. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You have been given a race that is unique. Believe in this race. Believe that I have been anointed for this race. I have been anointed to raise this child. Even if he cannot but walk, I am anointed for this child. I'm anointed to raise this family. The anointing is enough to run my own race. Glory to Jesus. Jesus. Sometimes you compare yourself with your neighbor. And you can run. Looking at someone else. Run in your own race, in your own lane, and believe that I have enough anointing. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to our God. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, I am running. Shout again, say, I am running. Oh, hallelujah. Let me just go quickly here. When you are running, how matter? You must run with focus. The Bible says, fix your eyes on Jesus. The author and the finisher of your faith. Focus on your race. Many have stopped running because they have allowed things to distract them. 
They are running, focusing on wrong things. In the, in the race of faith, when we run, our focus is on Jesus. Jesus has already taught us how we should run. Our focus is on him. The author and the finisher of our faith. We focus on him. We don't allow noise to distract us. Oh, glory to Jesus. We don't allow what people are saying about us to distract us. We are running, focusing on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Your focus will help you to prioritize there are people who are no longer doing their mandate because they lost focus. Hey, when Peter spoke to Jesus, he said, we will not allow anyone to kill you. It sounds good. But Jesus said, Get behind me, Satan. The greatest distraction is not something that is bad. But is doing a good thing at the wrong time. You are losing focus. It is good, but it is not its time. It sounds good, but it is not for you. Focus on Jesus. Don't fight battles that are not yours. Jesus, God said to the, to the children of Israel, this battle is not yours. There are battles that you don't need to fight. All you need to do is focus on Jesus. Declare his greatness in spite of your problems. Some people but praise their sickness. Oh, this sickness of mine. Focus on Jesus. You'll see him as a healer. Focus on Jesus. You'll see him as a provider. Focus on Jesus. You'll see him as a good shepherd. Focus on Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. He is our model. Can I just say this in passing? I always tell the church that our model, we can learn from other people, but our model is the model of Jesus Christ. There are models of the devil. Huh? That have been embraced by the children of God. Focus on Jesus. Nowadays, what is happening? It's about what Jesus is doing nowadays. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will remain forever. Everyone is doing it. It's not about everyone is doing it. It's <laughs> Jesus doing it. There was a campaign in the, in the few years ago that says, what will Jesus do? 
Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Enjoy. Run with endurance. Endurance is the ability to stand under pressure. Paul says, I press on towards the goal. You cannot run away from pressure. Pressure will come. Pressure from the family. Pressure from work. Pressure from other things around you. Don't allow pressure to stop you from running. Learn to enjoy. The Bible says Jesus enjoyed the shame of the cross. Hallelujah. Run to win. Don't just run. Run to get the prize. Paul says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. Run in such a way as to take the prize. Winning does not come easy. It is costly. You have to be determined so that you can run and win the race. Number seven, run to complete. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus is seated down on the right hand of God. It's a sign that he has completed the race. You are not in the race to compete. You are in the race to complete. There was a man who was running in the Olympics by the name of Derek Redmond. While he was running, he hurt himself. He was ahead of everyone. But because he had pain on his muscles, he could not run anymore. And everyone who was running with him, they passed him. Do you know in that race, the person who is more remembered is not the one who went first. It is this man. Why? Because after he got hurt, the officials tried to put him aside. But he refused. He said, I must complete this race. He was limping when he was running towards the finish line. I thank God that his father came to help him. Oh, we have a father in heaven. When we are limping, when we get tired, when we get weak, he come on our behalf and he carry us over the problem that we are facing. Glory to Jesus. This man ran, this man continued with the race while he was limping, but he had a desire to complete. I believe he told himself that I did not come to this place to to just end in the middle but of the race. But I come to this place to complete the race. Oh, glory to Jesus. Jesus. I want to say to you, you will not die before you complete your race. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You will not die before your time. Complete the race. Complete the race. Even though even you are crying. Even though it's painful, it's painful while, you are, while you, are crying, you are running. Let the finish line inspire you. 
I'm going to complete this race. I'm not going to give up. I am not going to quit. But I am going to complete. The question that I have as I'm concluding right now is what would have happened? What would have happened if Jesus gave up? I wanted to talk to you about the story of the man Nick Vujicic. A man who was born without limbs. He had, he had no hands, no, no feet. He had a very difficult time growing up. He was bullied. He felt lonely. He even thought of killing himself. But he persevered. Now I'm talking about somebody who is an evangelist. Who is a man, is a family man right now. When you look at him, you never thought that anything good could come out of him. But he put his trust in the Lord. Look at what the Lord has done now. If he gave up before time, he will have not be where he is right now. Don't eat. You have more but you have both hands and both feet. Don't quit because of what you are going through right now. What would have happened if Jesus did not pray the prayer that says, not my will, but your will be done? What would have happened if Jesus called 12 legions of angels so that he cannot go through the chain of the cross. We would have been still in sin. We would have been, all, been separated from God. Our preaching will be in vain. But we thank God that Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. He did not give up. He ensured the shame of the cross and he completed his journey. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you today. Don't give up. Don't quit. There's a journey ahead of you. You are anointed for this. You are empowered for this. Can I amen this morning? Let's close our eyes right now. I want to pray it quickly right now. I know time is against me right now. When we, we, we were starting with worship, worship team sang a very beautiful God, a beautiful song. They said, through it all, through it all, I have learned to trust in Jesus. You can learn to trust upon him today. There is no situation that you are going through right now that Jesus cannot fix. There is no condition that Jesus cannot fix. There is no sickness that Jesus cannot heal. He healed all their diseases. He can heal you today. He can remove that weight from your shoulders today. Quickly, let me just finish this assignment by saying, if you are here today, you have been running. But some somehow you feel as if you are getting tired. You can draw strength from the Lord today. If you are here this morning, maybe you have even given up. You're no longer willing to run. You are saying, what is the use of me running? Nothing is changing. 
You can draw strength from the Lord. I want to pray with you quickly. If you are here this morning, you say, I need more strength to run. As the worship team will be singing a song. You don't have enough time. You just come quickly in front. And we are going to draw strength from the Lord. It's not by mind, nor by power. It is by the Spirit of God. If you are here, you say, I'm getting tired. I need strength to run. I cannot make it without the help of God. If you are saying, I want to start this thing, but I'm not able to start it. I don't feel like I have strength to run. We want to pray with you this morning. Just come forward right now. And draw strength from the Lord. Jesus understands your race. He knows opposition. He knows the shame that you are facing even right now. He knows how to be tired. He knows what you are going through right now. He will deal with your situation with understanding. Many people don't understand what you are going through right now. They even blame you for what you are going through right now. But Jesus understands. Jesus understands. Jesus understands. Just draw strength from him. Draw strength from him.